On tonight's episode, we talk about Freddy. I watched A Nightmare on Elm Street. Hello and welcome to the Flixology Podcast, a podcast that looks at all forms of media, analyzes it, and dissects it, rather be movies, television, music, and sometimes if we feel fancy literature. And it is October 1st, and you know what that means? It's our first official start of the 31 Days of Horror. Ah, <sighs> October. My favorite time. Halloween's around the corner. People are drinking pumpkin spice whatever. I'm sure they're probably pumpkin spice wet naps at this point. The leaves are changing color. Bookstores are getting freaky with all the little books out. And I'm on my couch watching horror movies. As everyone knows, every Halloween I watch a horror movie for one a day for the full 31 days of October. And we are starting this year off with our first franchise as we talk about probably a movie that had everyone scared to sleep. I am, of course, talking about 1984's A Nightmare on Elm Street, an American supernatural slasher film written and directed by Wes Craven, starring John Saxon, Ronnie Bakley, Heather Langenkamp, Amanda Weiss, Nikki Corey, Babyface Johnny Depp, and Robert England. And basically, this movie is about teenagers who are falling asleep are being chased by a burned up man with scars and a bladed glove who where if he catches you in your sleep you die in the real world i think everyone knows who freddy krueger is at this point or even if you don't know the name you know the imagery the brown pants the red and green sweater the bladed glove with the little leather brownish hat at some point we have seen or have heard or something when it comes to the icon that is known as Freddy Krueger. I myself did not come into Freddy Krueger until I was in high school. And ever since then, I, I used to, I, actually before high school, I used I knew who he was, did not know the name. I had saw images and clips of his most memorable stuff in other movies in a Fangoria magazine in a Walmart section back when they actually sold Fangoria and other good magazines at the age of eight. And I remember an image from the third movie where his head is sticking out of a television and he grabs the girl, girl and he says an infamous line, which I will talk about in that one, and it scared me half to death. That is the one image I have of Freddy Krueger from my childhood that still scares me to this day. I did not actually see it until I mentioned it until I was in high school. And ever since then, I've been a Freddy head. I've followed the series well. I have all the movies on DVD. And I watch them as often as I can, rather as just enjoyment or for something like this for Halloween. Now, this is probably the movie... This is the movie that was nicknamed the... Ha move, the... New Line Cinema is nicknamed The House That Freddy Built. Basically what that means is Freddy made so much money for this company, they were able to survive. And, I mean, New Line Cinema has gone on to make many infamous movies outside of um, Freddy vs. Freddy. I almost said Freddy vs. Jason. I swear this is going to be one of those days. But anyway... Of course, other movies from New Line Cinema, Dumb and Dumber, the Mortal Kombat movies, and of course, the great Lord of the Rings movies. But back to Freddy. 
from everything about this movie fits from its casting to how the dreams were set up to the scary boiler room to freddy being creepy the the one the first time i ever saw this movie the one thing that scared me the most is right after spoiler alert johnny depp gets killed in the bed blunder scene and Nancy's trying to call him on the phone, Heather, Heather, Heather Lincoln Cap's character, and she's trying to get a hold of him, and then you hear Freddie's voice, I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy, and the end of the phone turns into Freddie's mouth, and he starts licking her like he's trying to go in like a tongue, French kiss, whatever way. That scene still freaks me out. It scared me the very first time I watched it to wit's end. But I feel like this movie is this is Freddy is basically on the mount one of the characters on the Mount Rushmore of horror movies. I have said that very well, especially when it comes to popularity. I mean, Freddy was so popular outside of these movies. I mean, there were Freddy dolls. People were buying Freddy rubber Freddy gloves. Freddy even had his own. Um, TV show called Freddy's Nightmares where one infamous episode talked about what happened to him and how he got burned. In fact, I was watching a promo for it to do research for this movie and there was one episode where two girls with similar likes switched because one was having nightmares about Freddy and they switched play they literally switched houses, not dreams, switched houses and she dreams and Freddy thinks it's the girl. I don't know that's just what happened in the show. But, I mean, Freddy has so popular, and it's such he's such an icon. And this movie, you get the actual scary Freddy. You know, you get the Cornball Freddy later on and everything, and there's nothing wrong with Cornball Freddy. Uh, until we get to six. But, still, this is a movie that is, should be recommended for any horror fans. Rather, it's John Saxton being John Saxton, saying ridiculous lines. Heather Langenkamp as Nancy, who you finally get like the first dose of the fighter, final girl type of aspect where she's actually planning for everything and setting up traps. And she's like, I'm going to get you, Freddy, you know, to even babyface Johnny Depp being babyface Johnny Depp. All in all. This is a movie that should be on everyone's watch list at least once. And even the, the twist ending at the very last minute, you can see like everything fits for this movie. And this did launch sort of Wes Craven. While he did The Hills Have Eyes before this, he did other movies after this. And one of the best slasher movies, in my opinion, that we talked about last year because it uses the aspects of movies, um, Scream. I feel like if you didn't have Freddy, Scream wouldn't have been made, and Scream is phenomenal. But all, all matters aside, I highly recommend A Nightmare on Elm Street. It is a solid movie. It does have the creepiness factor with Robert England as Freddy stretching his arms in the dream. To even the practical effects, there's even one scene where Freddy um, takes his face off and it's a skull just laughing. And 
it's so crazy to me or where he's cutting off his fingers in the dream and then he like makes a fist and then they just grow instantly back like all in all this movie should be talked about and this movie should be highly highly respected i know that um they could do so much more with freddy i feel like it's just putting the right director behind this and seeing what happens where 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 it goes next but that is going to be my review of a nightmare on elm street as always if you want to get in contact with us please send us an email at flixologypodcast at gmail.com or check us out on instagram at flixologypodcast and as always please like please subscribe please uh write a review and please spread the show word of mouth it's how we get it out there people now before i go today um again i wanted to say thank you for people who are tuning in to hear this people who are listening to us for the very first time and as i said on our october um announcement to release our schedule for this year it really does feel good to be back i'm glad i get to be with you guys so hopefully you enjoy the month of october as we look at everything horror and we are continuing our franchise with nightmare on elm street as we talk about what has been labeled the gayest horror film of the 1980s i'm gonna be watching a nightmare on elm street 2 freddy's revenge so please join me as you watch this movie, and we'll talk about that but, uh, next time. But until then, this is the Flixology Podcast. I'm your host, John. Take it easy.